0: Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each week we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and mentors who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals and made their successes. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hi everybody and this week we are on episode 15 I think it is and I am joined by Samantha Bantz who is a cruise professional and has been working cruises um, for a very long time and love it, she's agreed to come on and talk about it because it's a part of the industry that isn't really um, promoted massively. I think if you're in college and doing an FE course Um, Quite often, some of the cruise companies may come out um, on a recruitment drive. But other than that, it's something um, that is a little bit less talked about and a lot less people do it than working in the salon or mobile or whatever. But I thought it'd be really interesting just to cover because it gives you an amazing opportunity to Um, to you know to go around the world and it has a lot of ups and downs and it'd be interesting to hear all about it because I've known a couple of people that have done cruise um, careers over the years and uh, and this opportunity um, didn't I didn't want to let it go by so um, I'll hand over to the interview now and um, I'll see you on the other side. We had a little bit of a delay on this episode because of the ship's Wi-Fi that Sam was using. So please forgive us if there's any over-talking and I will try and edit this as best I can. But please do bear with us because the information that Sam gives is not only insightful, but is inspirational. And I have to say, I think I want to go and work on a cruise ship now and go and do some of the stuff that she's done. It sounds like an amazing career and uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Um, Okay, hello. And we're now joined by Samantha Bantz, who is a spa manager on board um, a ship who's who's docked in Cadiz in Spain at the moment and is generously sparing us some time to talk to us all about um, career pathway of being um, on a cruise ship because it's a, a nice little career pathway you can take and see the world at the same time. So Samantha, welcome. And um, and if you'd just like to give us a little bit of a history about what you've done, who you are, what you've done, and um, and then we can sort of go into more detail as we go.
1: So um, yeah, I've um, been qualified now as a beautician for almost 15 years. I started on land, um, worked for a very renowned spa company for about five years um, before going to the French Alps um, to be a spa manager. Um, where I worked um, by myself I had a little room in a hotel in French Alps, which was amazing I did that for four months and then when my contract ended I went back to the spa on land where I worked for a couple of years until I met a wonderful lady who worked for uh, an English skincare company who came to the spa she would come every month and um She'll train us in the new skincare products. And I think she'll tell us all about these amazing stories of her traveling the world. And she's seen all these different countries and the experience that she gained. And I thought, wow, this woman was just like my idol. She was amazing. And I thought, you know what, that's something I want to do. So that was it. And then I um, applied for the job and uh, seven contracts later, I'm here on board a luxury cruise ship managing a beautiful brand new spa that's just um, launched recently um they um did cut the ship in half they've added a brand new section to the ship wow. and um yeah we've we're really just really happy with the spa it's absolutely amazing everything's brand new and um yeah it's just wonderful so take it. do
0: they take it they take that opportunity all uh, the yeah. lockdowns
1: Yes so um, they plan to um, make their uh, some of their star class ships like bigger so what they did is they they cut the ships in half and they they added a section and um, yeah this is now the second one that they've just launched and um, yeah no it's just um, it's just been amazing it's just incredible experience. Fantastic so if you
0: just start because it's something I think that you know if you're in a further education college um there's a couple of the large cruise um recruitment companies that come around and will talk to um to students but obviously if you haven't been through that further education experience you may not understand what working on a cruise ship is yeah. or how you can actually apply for it so could you just talk us through um how you can approach you know if there's a, a sort of you know can you look it up on google and um and how you apply to
1: the recruitment process mm-hmm. Um, so yes um, you can look this up on the internet um, there are um, obviously several steps and stages that you go through Um so obviously you'd send your um, CV across um, and then you'd wait for the uh, recruitment agency um, I think now obviously with um, you know uh, social media um, I think there's probably a lot I mean when I applied there wasn't like things like LinkedIn there wasn't um, these other um social media sites that you could um sort of have these contacts um but yeah I just um you can look on Google search for cruise ship jobs or job opportunities um and then obviously you'd go for the process so my process was that they um I had an interview, I was asked to go for an interview um, in London, um, and then you go for, you'd have a a trade test, so you would, I did a massage, so I did a trade test for a massage, Um, they they pair you up with somebody else, and then we also had a um, a group exercise, so we had to stand up in front of the rest of the um, interviewees, and obviously like explain our Give, you know sort of give a bit of a background and introduction to the rest of the team and the experience that we've done um, and yeah and then that was that was pretty much the they then then they ask you to they, they'll send you an email to say whether you've been accepted or not and then luckily I was accepted and yeah and then I went went for training I went did six weeks at the academy before I was then sent off to the ship blimey and so what's it like when you
0: first go like because I think there's so many unknowns about this like generally within the industry because most of us come out of college or out of our training and go and work on land um as you would call it and uh, and so we have no idea and it seems like a very glamorous lifestyle Um, being on a cruise ship and touring around the world and doing all the lovely things that you get to do but I know from some of the people over the years I've spoken to it is incredibly hard work and once you get on ship um, it's a very different animal.
1: Yes it is there's nothing that can quite prepare you for what's ahead but saying that when you come on board it's like this is like a it's like a everyone becomes your family it's like um people that work in the shops the people that you know the doctors the nurses the receptionists you know everyone is there to help you and it's like you bond very quickly with the people in your team it's like it's like it's like a second family and yes it is very hard you work very long hours um but after a while sort of once you get you know after a couple of weeks or a month it's sort of like oh you know it sort of gets it gets a bit easier and there are some days where you think oh my goodness like you know how I couldn't ever do this like work you know a 12 hour shift or a 14 hour shift ever on, on land but you sort of get into that momentum and you just I don't know you just kind of you forget yeah, because it's such a wonderful experience, and you're like, oh, we're in we're in Cadiz today, or we're going to be in Barbados tomorrow. Yeah, and um, and I suppose as well. Yeah, everybody
0: no. everybody that you're um, providing services for is on holiday, so they're in a really good mood, and they're on a good like you know they're in a good buzzy place.
1: No, everyone's like. Really, especially obviously coming back from COVID, everyone's so happy to be back sailing again, and you know, everyone's relaxed and yeah, it's just a really nice, wonderful environment to work in.
0: Okay. So so just as like sort of technicalities of how things work. So you're you're employed by a British company, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And so that means to you fall because yes. it's like because once you're off off um and you're on board and you've, you've left land then obviously you're like in international waters so your pay become is, is under like the british pay system is that how it works yeah Is whoever wherever the company's based that employs you you under- operate under that scheme
1: mm-hmm. um so no where it's a little bit different um when you're at sea you're like you're in international waters, um, you don't pay any taxes. So all of the, the the money that you get paid is in. I think it varies slightly from ship to ship. But um, for example, I'm paid in US dollars,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't pay any tax or national insurance. Um, so that that money then becomes like it's like a saving. It's almost like a saving. Yeah, because I, I know people that um, do it
0: is uh, that was part of the reason that a lot of them do it is to earn that extra bit of great money.
1: money. Yeah, yeah, it's a great way. It's a great way to save save money for sure, definitely.
0: Yeah,
1: and, and so also you're not easy paying save money extra expenses Honest. like travel. Sorry, we've got a slight yeah, delay. I mean, I, I don't, don't realized yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, um
1: so yeah like my um when I was working on land I was like a third of my my wages was going on just being able to get to work you yeah. know and now I don't have to pay I don't have to wait for a train I'm you know not sitting in the rain or I've just you know get sort of getting the lift go up a few. <laughs> few levels and then I'm there it works.
0: Is the rate of pay equivalent like to what you would earn in a spa or a salon if you were on land but then you get the added bonus of the tax-free
1: status? So it works a little bit different. Um, you don't have, you have a minimum amount of earnings. You don't get paid hourly so um, how it works is that it's based on, um, so you get commission so you get a certain percentage from each service that you provide
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then from that that commission then is then your um your wages yeah all right okay
0: and you can and you receive tips as well don't you Excellent. Whole pay structure of being um, on board a ship is so so different, isn't it? It's a massive bonus, isn't it? Because the good
1: can... thing about that is like it's your business. It's sort of like your own little mini business. Yeah. I mean, you can make as less or more money as opposed to just being on land, where you're just set to that certain bracket range whereas like here it's like limitless you can earn little or as much as you want.
0: So like you were saying like this is your seventh contract. So does a contract last for um, like just for what would be like a traditional holiday season from say like April to September or is it like a year's contract that you take? Because obviously the the seasons work differently around mm-hmm. the world and if you're on a boat it can move around wherever the warm weather yeah. is on it.
1: Yeah so what happens is obviously like ships are operating you know 365 days of the year, so um, depending on what um time of the season you join, whether that's January or November or December, you will be put that ship will be sailing, like say the Mediterranean now, for example, it's coming to the end of the season, so we've been sailing in the Mediterranean, um, we do. This is our last cruise, and then we do the crew the Atlantic crossing over to Barbados. So we will then go for the Caribbean season.
0: Yeah. And all of the staff so that are on board will take that kind of Atlantic crossing
1: to different parts of the world.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so what do you get to do? So if you're working 12 to 14 hours a day, do you do that? Um, like five days a week and you get a couple of days off what do you how does the downtime work and what do you get to do on your downtime
1: yeah um so what happens is every seven days you get three half days off and that is either going to be a morning off or an afternoon off so yeah. if it's a morning off you come you start you shift at 2 30 and if it's an afternoon and um, you would finish work at like 2 33 o'clock and then you wouldn't need to come back to to the spa until obviously your next shift um obviously there's opportunity for you to earn incentives so when you reach targets so as opposed to land when I was working in a spa you would um when you'd reach your target or your incentive you'd get money to spend on that particular skincare brand whereas on ships it's more like your your um prize is actually getting hours like incentive time so you'd build up your hours for that particular cruise say um i had one one of my therapists that earned five and a half hours incentive time last cruise which she can take this cruise and say for instance on a quiet port day she could take like a full day as opposed to just having a half day
0: oh right okay so if you've got like, say, a full day of time that you can take, can you can you yes. go on the um, whatever they're called? My brain's gone. Can you go on the excursions and stuff so that you get to go and
1: Excursion, go on land? Yeah. So um, we have the privilege of actually being a tour escort on the guest tours. So you can okay. sign up, put your name down and you you go on the, the tours um, free of charge. And yeah, and then obviously part of that deal is that you obviously you're there, you're an escort and you just help with an assist if if needed with like any um you know with the guests um but you also you're able to get off by yourself um obviously things have changed a little bit since covid but yeah no you can you can go ashore and um yeah and that's
0: how you do the um get to see the world bit i suppose exactly
1: and that's how you get to see see places and yeah yeah so
0: your contract so what do I you remember get time to actually be able to go and do travel yourself because i mean with with all the extra pennies that you get in your pocket the temptation has got to be to go back to some of the amazing places that you've stopped over in
1: yeah absolutely at the moment for me I'm my money is going towards my studying so I'm studying for my level four in aesthetics mm-hmm. so the money I'm earning now is going um what's my studying um but no actually I did um I think it was my second certain after my second, con- no, first contract, sorry, I'm just trying to think now, it's been such a long time. I wanted to visit a friend in New Zealand and my second contract, I was joining my second ship in Australia. So I thought, Indeed. right, that's it. This is my opportunity now to go to New Zealand. So I went backpacking for four weeks in New Zealand, met a friend um, who came to live in England for oh, and we worked together that's how we became good friends and I thought do you know what this is my chance so I went backpacking into New Zealand and then flew into Sydney to pick up uh, my ship and then I started my contract Brilliant. (laughs) so I had a four-week vacation in uh, New Zealand so if
0: you if you plan it well then you can get to do yeah I'll just go and pick my boat up in Sydney that's fine (laughs) So, and so how do you find it being away, because obviously you have to leave your family and friends behind and you're on ship for a, a long time. Um, so how do you find communication um, back with, with the homeland kind of thing?
1: Um, it's really good, actually. Um, when I first started seven years ago, it wasn't as good as it was now. And I think even, you know, going back five years or ten years before that, they didn't even have, like, FaceTime or internet. Yeah. So I, I remember when I first joined on the ships, you'd get these, like, um, little paper printouts. You'd go to them sh- to the machine down in the crew area. You'd put your, your $10 in. It would print yeah. out a receipt. <laughs> and then you'd go to your cabin and then you'd dial home. Yeah. Wow. Um, but now you've got mobile phones and you've got WhatsApp and um, you, you most of the, you know, a lot of us now would go ashore, we'd get a local SIM card. Yeah. And then whenever we're docked, we can then call home. So it's so it's so yeah. easy. And now you've it got... I made the mistake know, even of Even if being... you're at sea, yeah. you, can, you can, sorry, you can purchase, like, um, the ship internet as well. So even if we're in the middle of the ocean... You've got satellites still, yeah. <laughs> so you can still communicate. Yeah, just
0: don't, just don't use your mobile phone on data
1: because <laughs> it's really expensive.
0: So that seems like a massive improvement, then, isn't it? So especially with FaceTime and WhatsApp now, and if you can get off on yeah. if you're on oh, shore. So what kind of treatments do you provide on board? Is it you know is it just literally a salon that's come you know from on land and literally picked up and put on board a ship? Is it, is that, you know, are the treatment menus very similar?
1: Yes, they are very similar. For each type of ship, you have, each one has their own signature brand, each ship. So each ship will then have their signature treatments. Yeah but on pretty much you, you've got obviously like your standard treatment menu list so sort of like your swedish massage or deep tissue massage facials manicures pedicures haircuts coloring and then depending on the brand of the ship they will have specific signature treatments like a branded to their ship Mm -hmm. part of the
0: recruitment process I presume they have to check your um your credentials and your qualifications and so on so is it something that when you're recruiting that you will only look for people that have got like an NVQ level two level three or are you okay having people that have done less formal training so like accredited courses and stuff
1: no they have to be um like level two level three beauty Um, they have to be it can't be like a sort of a one-day massage short course it has it has to be
0: a a a formal national qualification and would that be the same for um, like the hair for the hair crew and for the nail um, technicians as well so across the board within the spa Mm -hmm. area it would all be national qualification yeah that's good because mm-hmm. it does it I mean yeah, it maintains it a level of um, standard doesn't it in quality and so if so I presume like you were saying yeah. earlier that you had six weeks training but that's a really <laughs> a, that's a lot of training to take you into a company um, and I'll take it that's full-time training.
1: Yes full-time every day.
0: <laughs> for six weeks I mean that's that's quite an intensive um, um, induction program isn't it?
1: Yeah no it was very intense yeah I remember I was <laughs> and so do you have early, to do that every to, if, so if you
0: change um, company so when you wait because I know you with one cruise line initially mm-hmm. and then you move to the like to the brand you're with now so do you have to then go through every time you do it you have to go through that induction yeah. with a different company
1: no so um for me what happened was um When I moved to a different branded ship, I would then uh, I went back to the academy for a couple of days um, and learned some different treatments. I didn't have to go through the whole induction again. Um, I would just go back and refresh or learn some different treatments, and then got sent off to the ship.
0: Okay. So, as part of that induction, um, I would imagine you have to have like some um, level of safety training and. just you know emergency training all that kind of stuff to be on board
1: Mm -hmm. yes so again depending on the ship I the ship that you go on um sometimes you would do it in the UK so you would go on a separate safety training and then go to the ship however for me I did all my safety training on board Um, So once I arrived, they schedule in your um, safety training, um, and then you would attend, like, uh, drill safety training, um, how to, you know, the the fire extinguishers, how to evacuate the ship when it's sinking, life rafts. Yeah. Yeah, and then they go through all of this, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to put your life. Just be before. quite, quite. I don't know. It's a bit intimidating
0: as well, isn't it? You just sort of, well, you know, ships do sink. Actually. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, rare, but but you. I suppose you have to be prepared for it. And I suppose you know at the end. I suppose everybody turns into an assistant to get the passengers off before anything else, don't they? I suppose it's um yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So everyone, everyone on the whole ship has a a, a duty. Um, a position on on board so um, we practice duties and we do we're expected to do crew drills um, once a week so that's obviously you know we run through different scenarios um, and then we would do a passenger drill um, before we leave so uh, each turnaround the beginning of new cruise, we we do a a run through with the guests um, before the the ship leaves
0: yeah i suppose a bit like the um, the boat equivalent of what the airline um, crew do with all of their you know take your mask first and all that kind of stuff yeah. it's just, goodness yeah. oh, you don't think of those kinds of things do you i think and so and also just so do they provide you, i mean I'm, I'm presuming that they provide you uniform so that everybody is um all dressed the same and all all present the brand well
1: oh yes yeah 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 we'll it's amazing
0: so where's that where's the, your favorite place you've been so far I mean, obviously we've well, been doing it for quite a long time so I'm sure you've probably seen virtually the whole world by now
1: yeah <laughs> it's such a difficult question and like, I get this all the time I, <laughs> I <bet>. guess <laughs> I'm like, oh. um, it's so hard because everywhere is so like different and you have different experience like different mm. people and like you think oh yeah I remember this place because I um met this person it's not so much the Yes, it's the place, but it's the experience and the culture and you immersing yourself in the culture that actually, like, thinks, oh, yeah, that was my favourite place. But there's been so many. Um, I remember there's one that will always stick out for me, and that's when we went to Sri Lanka. And um, and me and another friend from another department, um, we decided, oh, we're going to have a few hours off. We've got some time off. Let's go outside. So we got on a little tuk-tuk. and he took us around and he sort of like we weren't were not we were a bit naive and we we didn't really agree a price and um yeah he sort of (laughs) ended up ripping us off and then uh, we were like and it was one place I've always dreamt of going like Sri Lanka I was like oh my god I can't wait and then I was like oh and then I sort of came back on I was like oh a little bit disheartened and I was like oh and then he said no don't worry we'll go out so we went we said we're gonna go out for dinner he said come on let's go out let, let's not let let this you know give us a bad view on the place so we went back out and we, we got an, into another tuk-tuk we, we plucked up the courage and we said okay look this is the price we, we want this and this guy I, I'll never forget he took us he took us for we went for went to a restaurant, we had some food, and he no, we went for a drink, we went for a tea, sorry. And then we said, oh, let's get back into the tuk-tuk. And he said, we said, oh, we're really, really hungry. And we said, could you take us to a place that's like really good to eat, like local, like a local place where you go and get food from? And he said, don't worry, don't worry, we'll take you. So he took us to a local place where we go to get foods with him and his family, and he invited us to his house wow so this house I'll tell you like yeah he invited us into his home so we were like oh my gosh so we went into his home we sat down and um, his wife came out and he introduced us to his two children and his wife and his wife you know, they were so lovely. I remember his wife leaving and then coming back with more food. Oh, wow. It was like they treated us like kings and queens, like we had this like big display of like food. It was just like, oh, it was just so it like touched me so so much yeah. this guy oh, that's that lovely. has like it's very just- little and is very poor. But he invited us into his home like he gave us his food to eat and you know we shared that food with him and like that was staying with me forever like that was amazing
0: and that is and that's properly entering into the culture as well one of the one other question that kind of springs to mind is um how does how is it on the boat because are there any points I take it you have to have a strong constitution to a degree to go on about I mean I've I've got quite good sea legs but if you haven't got good sea legs, is it something you can get used to? Because I know they're all balanced and the big ships, you tend not to get seasick on, don't you? I think is the is a lot of people's experience. But there yeah. must be times when you go around. I mean, I know my, my yeah, dad's got I good sea that... legs and he got very, very on the Bay of Biscay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, especially like the bigger ones, you don't, I mean, I still felt it a little bit. There was a couple of times on a, that was on a like a one thousand passenger ship. And we had a couple of days. I remember that was quite quite rough. Um, I remember my oh my remember my <laughs> first ever contract. And we hit really we're coming up from Antarctica down near Argentina and we were sailing back up. We'd just been to Antarctica, so we're coming back up. And um well, I was having dinner with the spa manager and a couple of the girls in the guest area. It's starting to get really like bumpy, and I was like, Oh, I was like, what's going on? And all these like palanins are falling down, there was cutlery smashing. I was like, Oh my gosh, what's going on? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's been a few times, like, especially I think on the smaller ones, you do feel it, and it depends on the motion, like how the seas move mm. in. Like, still now, I think. I think it depends on the person, like on the individual. Like, I never really suffered quite badly with seasickness. I just, for me, it affects like the swell where the seas come in. If it's coming from the back or the front end of the ship, I'm fine. So it could be as rough as it likes and the ship's moving, like, you know this way and I'm fine but if the swell's coming from the side of the ship and it's hitting yeah so the motion of the sh- the, the sea is coming from the side then that affects me more I get all he- a bit heady yeah um it can make you feel quite drowsy as well quite sleepy but no I think you sort of yeah you can it can affect you in different ways not not necessarily like you know being nauseous or sick it can it can affect you in in different ways
0: yeah just takes the balance of your ears out doesn't it slightly which is why people feel sick and it is and I suppose to a degree it's a little bit like vertigo isn't it because that's got that whole sort of room spinning and all that kind of stuff so you can probably get a bit of that too because I know like if we had a a trip we went out oh, off San Francisco a few years ago with the kids and went and did whale watching and we the the crew hands were like we have never seen a sea like this it was so bad and like the ship was like this and um <laughs> my, yeah my kids were very very unwell as were an awful lot of people on the boat and me and my husband were just like there were just no problem we, we we thought we were like thinking it was quite good actually and quite exciting um but I but even coming off that when I don't mind it and I didn't feel sick but you get off and you all of a sudden you're, you're everything's still going like that isn't it it's a bit it's a bit of <laughs> a weird experience yeah.
1: <laughs> that happened actually you're saying that like when you when you did you get that feeling when you came off the boat as like the land like you're still like you're still going up and down yeah. in the boat
0: easier yeah it is it's like there's a fluid inside <laughs> you that's doing yeah. that it's really odd
1: yeah, yeah and it and takes a little while to settle yeah with my first contract I had that but afterwards I thought I might have that actually coming back this time because I was at home for a year and a half and that was the longest time I've been wow. you know since being on the ships and I thought oh I wonder if I'm going to have that feeling that sensation again when I step on land but I didn't have it yeah it's we really strange maybe you're just that
0: complete feeling. like maybe that your brain and your ears are completely adjusted to life at sea now like a mermaid yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. right well we, we better finish up because you've got to get off ship haven't you very shortly so I'm just going to do a couple of very quick questions for you um and yeah there's just a few what makes you get out of bed
1: every morning wow what makes me get out of bed I guess like making someone's day like making feel someone feel like amazing um and having knowing that you've made a change you've made a difference in someone's like day um and they come to you like afterwards or at the end of the treatment and they come back to you at the end of the cruise and go oh my god Sam you made my vacation that massage was amazing thank you so much
0: yeah because I I would imagine like because it is I know if I have a treatment on holiday it is isn't it I think they're just they're so much more special because it's you're in such a different mind place Mm -hmm. that you need all of that downtime and that just that extra aid just helps so much mm-hmm. aren't you um so what's been the happiest moment of your career to date wow <laughs> mm-hmm. what's been the
1: happiest um guess yeah like being when I f- yeah when I finally got that call into the office and they said here you go here's that paper and then there's the name of that ship And I was like, because i dreamt of this for years. What I didn't actually say was I I did apply before that, five years before. So when I said I was on land for five years, I actually applied to work on ships five years prior to this. I didn't get through the training. I failed, yeah. So they they can fail you even even after they've taken you on. Yeah, so basically I failed my training. I spent all this money and um I thought oh my gosh my dreams like come to an end and I like cried all the way home on the bus and then I thought you know what no I'm not going to give up so I got a job on land and I got I was very fortunate I was very lucky I got a job in a very good spa which gave me amazing I learned so much got fantastic experience and then then, then that's when I am reapplied again for the ships and then when I finally got that you know I've got through that six weeks of training again put myself through all that training paid for all the training again saved all that money again and I've got that piece of paper and I was like oh my god like that was just the best day of my life that was the best feeling I cannot tell you like Oh my god! And that's like, here's your flight ticket. You're going to Buenos. That you're flying to Buenos Aires, Argentina. to join your first ship. And I was like, wow. oh my god!
0: And what a big trip to take. I mean, like Argentina is like is like the other end of the world, isn't it? It's just, um yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you you know you've arrived, kind of thing, don't you? And got you, and yeah, you're in an international oh, star. <laughs> oh so and just to pick up there you were saying you had to pay for training so is that a is that something that happens with a lot of the with every cruise company or is that just something that's specific to the company you were working with
1: at the time specifically with with this one yeah we do obviously with your first contract they pay for your first flight out um, and your return flight tickets um, and then you do get reimbursed I had to get a US visa um, which I got reimbursed so I didn't have to pay for that there was a few little things you know a few expenses but I mean you, you, <laughs> I earned pretty much that back within the yeah. first month so yeah. first month salary. Was, so is, it I think, think it the back. thing
0: is is that, you know for all of us you know you have to invest in your training or in your career at some point and so when you get paybacks like you get from you yeah. know being on a cruise ship and traveling the world it's um, a small amount of money isn't it maybe to invest in that future. yeah it's a
1: small exactly small pr- price to pay for yeah you know i mean the places i've seen i mean gosh you're looking at hundreds and thousands of pounds you know yeah, absolutely um, for, all these places, yeah. What's the
0: best piece of advice that you've been given in your career so far? Oh my gosh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would say, um, to follow through. So, when you are training or doing any giving any sort of advice or training or education to anybody, to always follow through on your word like follow up, always follow up. I'd probably say that that's the best lesson I've learned.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah, I mean, and that, and that you're always, you know, you're going to make mistakes along the way, but that's okay. Um, you know, you learn from mistakes and that's how you grow.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: and also to come and take yourself out of your comfort zone. Don't be scared to come and step out of your comfort zone when I was a therapist I was scared to come out of my comfort zone and I always wanted to be a manager but I was scared I thought I couldn't do it but you've just got to take that leap of faith and just Absolutely. just do it and once, once you've done it you think oh my god why was I so scared yeah. the parachute will usually open <laughs> when you
0: jump <laughs> yeah most of the time anyway mm-hmm. um, okay so if you could change one thing in your career what would it be
1: in my career or oh, I would say oh that's a really difficult question <laughs> it can be can't it? I know it's yeah. would yeah, you would you
0: have done it sooner do you think like if you I mean obviously you wanted to do it five years before do you think
1: yeah it's... probably yeah I probably would have done it earlier on so when I was much younger I think if I could turn back clock because I was in a relationship at the time I didn't I didn't take that leap of faith and kind of do it um so looking back now yes I think I probably would have done it when I was a bit started when I was a little bit younger yeah
0: and what would you say is your biggest inspiration or who has been your biggest inspiration in um in getting to where you are
1: um, there's been a few people along the way um, that I've met that have inspired me to, yeah, be like really like, you know, the sky's the limit. So I've always been quite ambitious and wanted, you know, had dreams and aspirations. And I guess, um, you know, like my my tutors, people that have taught me in beauty, they've, they've been a real role model and an inspiration. And yeah, every, you know, all my trainers along the way you know brand ambassadors um you know people in the industry at the moment that i look up to and think wow you know i'd love to be a a director or managing director one day and have my own skincare range or yeah oh you never know do you
0: and the the thing is is that if if you don't have the thought and you don't put it out there it'll never happen so yeah you never know the right person might be watching or listening samantha (gasps) could be could be the answer so you spend a lot of time providing treatments and services to others what's the best um treatment you've ever had
1: the best treatment I would say it has to be the there was a seaweed um it was a wrap treatment and it was the first time I've ever experienced the treatment it was fantastic actually it was during my training and I thought wow oh my gosh this treatment is amazing like I've never felt this good Um, I actually had acupuncture on board the ship I'd probably say also that that was also like a game changer that was amazing like Mm -hmm. having acupuncture was incredible being able to have the opportunity to to actually experience that treatment was amazing yeah oh and finally would you do all the treatments are good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know this
0: is it isn't it it's so hard i'm just trying to book a spa a spa break at the moment <laughs> and my friend have given up because we can't get the treatments we want and um and oh, it's so hard because there's just so many amazing things to have done but we can't get booked in on the spa that we want to go to so it's just like oh well we'll forget that for now um and it is it's, it's very very difficult there's just so many different opportunities isn't there and so many variations now whereas it just used to be oh i'm going to go and have an aromatherapy massage or a swedish or a deep and now there's just and, I, and,
1: I, and this is the thing, this is the thing i get as far well. as like oh yeah swedish it's like we've got now like 15 different massage treatments yeah different varieties 50 just launched seven new um brand new body treatments and it's it's amazing like it's there's so much like variation and different tools and techniques now yeah. that you can use it's just amazing
0: yes yeah. amazing is I just. I just love the, the creativity we have within the industry that things are always moving and evolving and changing and that there's always something new and and sometimes you know things disappear yeah. to make room for them but quite often you know the fundamentals that we all work to and that we all trained in initially are all still there but it's mm-hmm. just like new twists and it's um yeah can't ever get bored can you really as long as your hands don't go right <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that's what i love that's what i love about the industry you know it's always it's just evolving and changing and it's yeah. I mean, you can be creative as well i'm a very creative person and very hands-on I'm, I'm much very much a people's person so i'm not someone that likes to be stuck you know sat at a desk all day yeah. i like to be up and moving and, and chatting yeah
0: oh it's so good so the final question is would you do it all again? Or have you oh, yes.
1: <laughs> In a heartbeat. I yeah. would. I would definitely. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, like, there are times, like, don't get me wrong, where I think, oh, I just want to quit. Like, there's been so many times where I just... I've wanted to just quit. Like I've been so close to quitting and saying, "Look, I can't. Don't want to do this anymore. I want to go home." I've been close to booking my flight home, but there's always something in the back of my mind, and I always tell myself, "Like, look, this is what I've gone through to get here. Look yeah. what I've achieved. Look what." you know, look where I'm going, look where I'm heading, like, you know, yeah. there's so many possibilities, you know, yes, I might not be able to do this forever, but it's going to lead me into something amazing mm-hmm. now afterwards, it and give me as so you, much like, as you, as you
0: float off um, into the sunset, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, like, <laughs> it's going to give, like, the skills I've learned, being on board in the last seven years you I am never gonna get these skills you will never get these skills and these life like life skills from working on land you will never be able to no. get that and that's why it makes it so special and you know like if anyone's considering it i would just say go for it just go for it even it, if it you must, do give, it
0: must give you its, not, it's eight, And so it must give you like it's a
1: eight nine months out of your life Oh yeah, no, no, definitely. I I mean, I'm, if you, if you could see me seven years ago and when I was doing my training, I was such a shy, shy, quiet, reserved, you know, person. And now I'm so more outgoing and like, you know, just like more resilient and strong and you know it's just grown and developed me like on a personal level on a professional level on ev- everywhere it's just yeah. really uh, i can't tell you how much it's like really made me grow as a as an individual
0: I know, it's so good, and I'm so glad you came on today because we, we've been—we only actually um, started talking, didn't we, yesterday? But we had a few different times we were going to do this, and, it, and obviously, your your timeline for today because you're going to be setting sail again or getting off the ship. No, you're off the ship tonight.
1: Well, i actually actually I've got um, <laughs> we've got like go. a time we've got like time slots where we can go. Sure, <laughs> so, you need to um, go. Yeah, I just want to try and get. Before um, before we do the uh, the Atlantic crossing, I need to get my supplies. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate bars.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Absolutely. I d- this is what I think. One of the reasons <laughs> I'd find it difficult is that is being without all of those goodies.
1: Well, this contract, I actually um, I packed two suitcases. So I've got, I had two suit two suitcases. You're allowed. So I said, right, one suitcase is going to be for my clothes this this time, and the second one, I've got all my tea bags, all my Yorkshire teas, all my biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> you know all of my like the things that I love from home and um, yeah. yeah so and I take but I
0: take it though they must but people like friends and family must be able to send you stuff for on board so that when you dock that the, you can get parcels and stuff delivered
1: uh, it's a bit trickier now before yes I mean before Covid I mean you could off, order off of you know everyone was ordering off Amazon but it's a bit trickier now with obviously the situation the times we're living in but i'm quite lucky now um, i know a few people that work on on this ship and i've worked yeah. with them on on previous contracts so when they come back they're like this time i had a friend who was on board from scotland one of the officers." And we're still in communication. And I said, oh, I'm coming on the same ship as you. Do you want me to bring some uh, tea bags for you? So I brought him some tea bags. <laughs> and now one of the other officers from England's coming back on board. And he said, oh, let me know if you <coughs> want some, th- some pl- supplies from um, home. So uh, he's going to be bringing tea bags and some chocolate for me. Oh, lovely. Yeah,
0: I'd miss my chocolate way too much, <laughs> Oh dear. right so we'll wrap the interview up there so you just stay on here for a moment and I'll stop recording but thank you so much Samantha I think it's a real insight into what it does take to be um, a cruise salon professional and um, we'll leave the interview there thanks there to Samantha and what an amazing insight into the world on board um, the cruise ships and uh and not being on land it's an amazing opportunity for anyone that's foot loose and fancy free and doesn't have um, life commitments in place at this time. A great opportunity to go and visit everywhere you want to in the world. You know, like she was saying, it's very seasonal and the boats move around with the different seasons around the world. So once you're on contract, you will be yeah, perhaps in the Mediterranean for a few months and then tripping off down to the Caribbean or down to Antarctica. I mean, you know, just the few places that kind of trip off her tongue as she's um, talking about the places that she's been. And it's just, you know, for most of us, a trip to Antarctica is something that is like a once in a lifetime. But um, it would seem that if you're on cruise ships, you might get to do that every year. You know, I mean, that's just such an amazing thing to be able to witness. The one thing that did come out of that, though, is that clearly you do need to have your proper NVQ qualifications to be taken on board. And you will have to undergo some more intense training to make sure that you're up to date with all of the things that they want you to be able to perform and provide the services online, online, on board. And then, of course, you're going to need to have all like of your safety training, which is, is quite an important part of it. And uh, let's not forget that life at sea is not necessarily always plain sailing. Sometimes things can be a little bit erratic, and you do need to be there putting the passengers' safety first. So that's a really, really important thing to remember. Hopefully, it's given everybody a bit of an insight into what a cruising career is. As a spa professional or salon professional is all about, and uh, and if it's something that you're interested in, get on Google and see if you can find some interesting roles that you can apply for. And I will see you. I think this is now going to wrap up the career pathway season and um, our little series that I've been doing. And in the next episodes, we'll be going on to maybe how you can start developing yourself in your career um, and your business a little bit more. So thanks ever so much for joining me, and thanks again to Samantha. Panther and uh, see you all next week bye for now thank you for listening to inspiring salon professionals and if you've enjoyed the podcast please subscribe leave a review and share with other industry professionals you think may enjoy the show too for links and further information you'll find those in the show notes or on my website www.sudavies.org You can also hear more from me and join the Inspiring Salon Professionals community on the Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.